Hello, friends. Thanks for joining me today here on the Courage Cast. I absolutely love that you're here, and I'm so thankful that you've tuned in. My name is Andrea Crisp, and I am your host, and hopefully I'm a little more than that as well. I hope that I'm your friend, and I just want to tell you today that I absolutely love doing the journey with you. You know, if you have not connected with me on Instagram, I would love to hear from you. So please do. Um, my personal account is at Miss Crispy, and you can find the show account at, at the.couragecast. So let's get connected because I would love to hear from you. Okay, so I am in love with this episode. It is amazing. I can't say enough about it. Truly, it was a delight to record it. And I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend. Tara because this is as real as it gets. You know, the fact that I have these conversations with women that I adore is honestly one of the biggest joys of my life. And the fact that they're willing to share the deepest parts of themselves absolutely astounds me. So this conversation is a bit of a wild ride. So there's some laughter, there are some tears, a little bit of honesty, and a lot of encouragement. And Tara shares how her journey through anxiety has helped her actually to create a business. And that nothing we ever go through is an accident. So today we're talking all about the image that we carry and that we project into the world. So I'm really excited for you to hear it. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. A few years back, I met this lovely young woman at a Creative Connect group in church, and I was immediately drawn to her. She's vivacious and funny. She's full of life and energy. And a few months after we met each other, she actually became my coaching client, and we started the journey of entrepreneurship together. And it has been a delight to watch her grow and to see her company just flourish. And I am thrilled that she said yes to being a guest on the podcast today. She has so much to share and her journey has been so rich and full. So today I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Tara Geronimus. Tara, I'm so thankful that you've agreed to be on the Courage Cast this morning. I love what you're doing with Honor Brooks and the robes and the loungewear and everything that you are doing. It's so beautiful and I love your personality and everything about you. So, and I'm so grateful that we have an opportunity to talk today. And I think that there's a lot of things that we're going to get into, but thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. You're, you just boosted me up this morning. Oh, good. Because, you know, when we first, uh, you know, saw each other, we were both in our like, you know, morning wear. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is typical for how I usually record a podcast. So yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing that it's never on a video. I didn't even know I was going to see you this morning. So that was a nice surprise. And you got like me fresh, fresh in the morning. Exactly. But you know what is interesting? I'm just going to, before we even go into anything, I'm going to just go there. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I was talking to you as we got started this morning about a passage in a book that I was reading called Unlocking Greatness. And the author talks about how around seven or eight years old, we develop the sense of an image. So until that point, 
we have no idea mm -hmm. that we have an image even to carry or that we want to have one. And he was talking about how he was um, taking his daughter to the bus stop and she took her hat off in the winter. And he says like to her, well, why don't you put your hat back on? It's cold. And she says, well, dad, I'm going to look like a geek. So crazy. And so it's this point in our lives, like up until around a certain age, mm -hmm. we have no idea that we need to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden we have this image. And it's so funny because even this morning, it's this thing like, yeah, where we want to project something like, look how I look at, you know, eight yeah. in the morning. And it's like, it's eight in the morning. Yeah. Who yeah. Cares? You're right. It's so crazy. Yeah. And you're as even to our friend, like you're a friend. I love you. It doesn't, I know you love me. Yeah. What I, how you perceive me in the morning really does not make you love me any less or think of me any less. Absolutely. So, but it's so crazy. Yeah. So it's so funny because, and your whole business is based on how women feel. And mm -hmm. so I'm excited to kind of get into that yeah. and, and you to share a little bit of your journey. So, um, just start out by telling us, how did you start your company? It's a crazy story. In the beginning, it, it seems like it happened on accident. Now looking back, it's, it's, I truly believe that it was not an accident. I have a graphic design background, so I was working in an agency and I was loving it. It wasn't like exactly what I wanted to do, but I was using my creativity and I loved who I worked with and everything was good in my life. Um, I was living in Toronto. I was affording living in Toronto. And, and that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a, that is a thing. It's a hard thing to do, but it's yeah. a thing. Um, and then just out of the blue, randomly, I had this severe anxiety that just like debilitated me and took me down in a physical form. Like I was unable to work and I didn't know at the time because this was five six years ago I didn't know what anxiety was now it's kind of talked about a lot more which is awesome but at the time I like my legs wouldn't work my I couldn't breathe I couldn't sleep I couldn't eat I lost so much weight because I, I physically could not eat, keep anything down um, my hands were always tingly and and shaking and was really scary and I didn't know what was happening and I was out for about two months like bedridden visiting certain clinics and and doctors like until it was for sure you have severe anxiety um this is these are the steps we can take to to lessen it and to control it so about two and a half months in I was feeling like such a like I wasn't doing anything I hadn't done anything for the past um while and I was going stir crazy so I started um I just thought I wanted to make a bathing suit for myself but my mom taught me to sew and I took some sewing classes when I was younger and I saw the sewing machine and I was just like why not just dive into it so I made a bathing suit, I made another bathing suit, I made some underwear, and I was posting them to Instagram, Facebook, and I got such a huge 
amount of feedback and like love from women that wanted to buy one um, for themselves. So then I kind of that morphed into creating custom pieces for all these women and like just a light bulb kind of went off. Um, like I could do something with this. That's amazing. And, yeah. So, and then, and then it got super, super overwhelming because I'm making all these custom pieces for people and, and have no like business skills yet. So I'm just going like with the seat of my pants, just whatever. And so I kind of grown a lot since then. Now, fast forward five years, I've really taken a step back and concentrated on one product, which is a loungewear robe, or I also do custom bridal robes. And, um, and currently underway is, is some more uh, loungewear items through a lot. I have stepped back into what product is profitable? How can I create a business with this? What are the tools, what are the entrepreneurial tools I need um, to keep this going? I love this. This is what I'm meant to do. And that whole anxiety month, two month, three month was not an accident. And it, it brought me to something that I seriously don't, I can't see my life without. Right. It's amazing. You know, just the fact that you can share, you know, vulnerably about your story Mm -hmm. and about what happened. And then consequently, how a business was born Mm -hmm. out of it is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. And it's in those moments where, you know, we think, okay, we are so down Mm -hmm. that actually something is ignited in us and we actually are able to bring something beautiful to the world. Yeah, totally. And I'm glad I saw it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Your robes are beautiful. I do not have one. I You need one. Oh, you know what? I wear like one different one every day. I I do. I do need one. And you you've got to get me one because I look them all the time and I have a favorite. I have to say which is your favorite and it's I think it's your classic one it's the black and white one Ooh, yes I've always the, loved it good and it's interesting um and this is where I have so much fun hearing feedback I thought more people would be into that one but and I but, love it yeah me too but people are more like the Aztec one yeah yeah people Absolutely. are more drawn to floral and I put so much um, money into the Aztec kind of vibes, like the the um, the pat, like the mix and match um, deserty color Aztec I love ones. It. And people are loving the flowers, so I'm happy you like the Aztec. Yeah, and it's funny because um, I like flowers, but like sometimes. And it kind of, I don't know, maybe I just don't feel feminine enough sometimes. And I think, no, this is my vibe is this. I'm the so, same. But I love like looking at the floral pattern, but then I but think when it about comes it, to you owning when, one. Yeah, yeah. On me, it's like, I don't know. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting thing. Okay. So I want to kind of go back a little bit to the anxiety because I thought that's just an interesting place for us to go because- yeah. 
One thing that you may not know, um, because in our conversations, probably they were, you know, more coaching conversations. And, but I, around the time that we started doing coaching was when I started to realize how much anxiety I had. No way. And I don't know if that you, if you knew that. No, no, no. And so we're being t- totally vulnerable here yes. on the podcast. <laughs> so, this is, yes. And, and it's been a journey for me to really open up and start to share about that part of my life. And, and I'm getting there to that point where I'm starting to actually begin to share about it. Yeah. But I think that understanding that part of ourselves and the part that feels like we really need to measure up to something. Yes. And, and then feeling the panic or anxiety or is really difficult because a lot of times it's like, I, I really want to present something and I can't seem to figure out how to present that. Yeah. And I'm, the more I'm trying, the more anxious I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a cycle, a downward spiral of thought. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it feels so difficult to be able to just share ourselves vulnerably Mm -hmm. with the world. How have you navigated, you know, as you've moved through this in your life, as you've kind of learned how to manage where you're at, how have you learned to be vulnerable in your everyday life? I think it just stemmed from, wait, side note, I have, would never, ever, ever peg you as someone dealing with anxiety. So you must share. Um, and I'm going to. Yeah, you have to keep, keep go. I know, I know it's a process. <laughs> no, no, no. I know it's a process, but um, that it would bring me so much, like, it's a relatable topic, you know? Absolutely. Um, and I do see you as a coach and as a friend. So there's that that coaching part of you that I think would benefit from, from sharing. Yeah. So yeah. Keep, keep that process going. Well, um, you know what? And I will, and I, but I don't want to hijack your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just needed to give you that little, that little push. Thanks. Um, I felt it. I felt that I needed to. Um, you have to repeat the question. Okay. <laughs> See, I told you I'm yeah. going to hijack yeah. the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. So after you've kind of moved through this, you know, this anxiety and have been able to kind of navigate it more, learn yeah. mechanisms, how do you share vulnerability just on a daily basis? Like with friends? With people yeah. Um, I think that's what helps me to be honest. And that's like the biggest tool is to, is to be open about it so that, and it, it, it's the weight comes off. As soon as you're open about it, you throw it into the world. Um, it's reciprocated with so many people that deal with the same thing and you feel like you're not alone. And that's, that for me is I've always kind of felt a little, um, alone, like indifferent and, and not always in a good way. So that in itself, just sharing it is a, is a huge tool for me and being open to who I work with. If I need, they understand if, if I say, you know, I need, I'm have something's happening right now. I need 15 minutes outside. No worries. Go do your thing. 
you know, I need a mental health day. No worries, take care of yourself. So to have that upfront, it's, you can just be totally honest. Mm -hmm. Now, okay. That's interesting to me because, you know, we don't hear about that in the workplace very often where people are so open and honest about saying, okay, like I do need, you know, 15 minute, like cool down period. Do you think that's, do you think that's different now? Like, do you think, uh, it is changing? Yes. Yeah. Um, but I think it, it just goes back to the, the fact that I cannot be here right now. Like I physically cannot be here. I need to do something about it. Uh, might as well be honest. Otherwise they're just gonna, I'm just gonna be standing there with a blank face, like ready to faint or something. Mm -hmm. So it's just knowing, hearing my body talk to me and just, um, listening to it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my anxiety was a little different. Mine has never really happened in the day. Okay. At night. Mine's always at night. Yeah. So I will, and, and I have to tell you, I haven't had any anxiety in a, in a long time, but there's a reason for that. And I'll share that with you in a minute. Yeah. I would wake up panicked and fearful. And there's only um, two times in my life that I feel like I've had like a panic attack. Yeah. And that was when I was a preteen and I was um, on a ringette team. Yeah. Girls version of hockey. Yeah. And I had to back <laughs> and um, my coach had to give me a brown bag to blow into. And then, wow. the not, yeah, that was a long time ago. And then the second one was when I was at an event and I got really, really overwhelmed. Yeah. And I had to leave the event and I ended up crying outside in my car yeah. until I could calm down enough to drive home. Yeah. And that was like a significant pivotal part, uh, time for me where I realized, okay, something is wrong. Yeah. And, but going back to that, I think interestingly enough, one thing that just clicked with me now is I feel like so many female entrepreneurs or women in a creative industry, they have a tendency that are no, not a tendency. That's not the, what I wanted to say. They have, um, they suffer with anxiety. Really? And I'm the- wondering if, um, a lot of the reason we choose the entrepreneurial road, mm-hmm. is you have, more ability to control our Interesting. time. And that, that makes a lot of sense. Because yeah. when you're working for someone and you're constantly in a space where you're dictated, this is what you have to do, this is the timing. And if, you, if that's not something you can manage, mm-hmm. then a lot of times, you know, people choose to say, okay, I'm going to own my own business. I'm going to start this. But don't you find, um, like with my owning my own business, I, but I, it's, it's brought a lot of anxiety my way. Um, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I almost, yeah. That's interesting though, that, um, with the women that you've chatted with. Almost, I would say, yeah, a a vast majority of women I coach. Yeah. And do, and do they share through their business or they're, they're, they're sharing with you as their coach? Um, a lot of the times they're sharing with me as a coach because a lot of, a lot of it is, I, they don't want people to know about it. Right. Okay. 
So that's the interesting thing. Like, you know, I think going back to the yeah. image thing, it's like we want to project something and yet inside we feel something so different. Yeah. And where does that come from? There is just something about being vulnerable and laying it all out there, especially with someone that you trust. And when you're able to do that, it seems just to level the playing field. And I have many friends in my life that I have actually been able to be vulnerable with and share the deepest parts of me. And I hope that you have the same. I hope that there are people in your life that you are able to be real and honest and transparent with. You know, because we are just inundated with a world full of posed pictures and, you know, this feeling that we need to be perfect and um, have a certain air about us and these expectations that we place on ourselves and, of course, that we feel like others are placing on us. And then we have a desire to attain status and success and just, you know, to be someone. And as women, I think our actual need the thing that we need the most is none of those things it's being valued and just being in a place where we can feel that love and acceptance for ourselves and then from others so to open up about what we struggle with can be really really difficult but I think it's so important and we are so image conscious and we spend a lot of time trying to uphold what we want the world to see and it can be completely exhausting. There is just something about being vulnerable with one another and being transparent with people that we trust and sharing our lives with those people. And when we're able to do that, it just really levels the playing field. And I know that I have women in my life that I'm able to be honest with. Hopefully I'm able to share honestly here with you on the podcast as well. And in a world that is full of these beautiful pictures of, you know, us being on vacation and just life, um, trying to attain status and trying to really get somewhere in the world, it's harder than ever for us to really feel valued and to then open up and be vulnerable about our struggles that we face at work and in life and in relationships. And the fact that we've become so image conscious and we're trying to spend all of this time upholding what we think people want to see of our lives, it, it's actually exhausting. And I think deep down, we worry that if we're real, if we show the really ugly parts or the thing, things that we think are ugly about ourselves, that people are going to reject us and that we are not going to be accepted for who we are. But if we were all that vulnerable with each other, it would be such a beautiful place and we would have so much more acceptance for one another. And I think that is really what keeps us apart. And so if we could just allow ourselves just to open up and be more loving towards ourselves and others, we would have so much more connection. 
Now, before we continue on with the conversation, I have an exclusive bonus episode that I've uploaded to Patreon, just for those of you who support the Courage Cast. And it's part of the conversation with Tara where I share a bit of my journey of how I've been able to deal with and overcome my anxiety. So for the rest of that conversation, you can access it at patreon.com forward slash the Courage Cast. And I'm excited that this fall, I get to take a group of women on a retreat. And I know that you've probably heard me talk about this and I am not gonna stop talking about it because I really want you to consider joining me on September 14th through 16th in Prince Edward County. And we are gonna go, we are gonna have the most amazing time away. And you may be wondering, okay, what is this retreat all about? Let me lay it out for you. I think that so often we are running the race and we're trying to hustle and try to do things and we are trying to live up to these expectations. And at the core of why we aren't able to move forward is because we have gotten stuck with where we are. We've gotten stuck with what we think about our lives and about ourselves. And so we're going to take two days to really dive in to uncover what those things are and then reframe them. And, you know, just really have a time where you can see what your life would look like if you were to shift those mindsets. And we're going to do all of that work during the two-day retreat. So I want to encourage you to sign up for it. There are limited spaces, and so I'd love you to take part. We are bringing along my friend Amanda, who's a personal chef. She's going to be cooking for us, and we're also just going to be spending time together, relaxing and laughing and enjoying. I can't think of a better way to start the fall. So all of the information for the retreat is located on my website, and I'd love for you to take part. If you have any questions at all, make sure you email me. But check out andreacrisp.ca and all of the information for the retreat will be there. Now, as Tara and I continue to chat, I ask her a few questions about how she has been able to take steps of courage and it gets really honest and raw here and even a little bit emotional. There may have actually been some tears and I open up with her about my own personal journey. So I want to ask you a couple of questions. Yeah. Um, what do you think your experiences, your life experiences have taught you about pursuing your dreams? Um, I think uh, I was so fortunate when it comes to my parents. They're like the most supportive. My whole family is the, we're a little clang of, supporters they're <laughs> so supportive they really let me dream and most of my family is creative so we kind of all can relate that way um my mom she contributes with her creativity my dad is my business slash financial advisor <laughs> um so that my family experiences definitely uh gave me courage and um allowed me to chase dreams uh, supported me along the way and I think just different work experiences like knowing I don't want to do something mm -hmm. um, and obviously my anxiety was a full-blown experience that like I need needed to happen to get to this point but yeah I, I really think that just working in places that I just knew I, I could love the I could love what I was doing but I knew it wasn't exactly where I wanted to be. 
And that in itself gave me enough of a push to, okay, I know I'm going to change this work and find something else, but um, yeah. And just, I think another thing is I'm very independent and I need my space type of person. And being like a single woman for the majority of my adulthood, I've been allowed time to pursue things that I want to pursue. Um, yeah. So that's just, just the availability of, of that. And your parents yeah. are wonderful. Oh, and they, my mom loves you. Oh, she I, loves I, you. I feel like I just need to come over to her house and just, you can out come, come anytime. <laughs> really come to our cottage. Yeah. Okay. Like seriously, like she open invite. I know. Loveliest person. I know. I, I still, I will always think she's an angel. Like she's an angel on earth. Yeah. It's amazing to have parents who are supportive. That makes a huge yeah. difference. Oh, 100%. I'm yeah. so blessed with that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were to fight for one thing for yourself, for others, what do you think that would be? Whew, that's a loaded question. And I think I have two kind of directions of where I wanted to go with this. One is community. And that word has really uh, been eye-opening to me the past year, past, I guess, in a couple of years, but community as in, and we are, we're surrounded by little communities that make us who we are. Um, whether that be whatever you have going on in your life, if you're a part of a church, that community can, is a huge, has a huge impact on you. Your neighborhood, are you in the West End, East End? What is your community doing for you? What are you doing for your community? Um, your family, your, that in itself is a little community. I just think we're, we're surrounded by so much community that, that pours into us and makes us who we are, that that is something I would fight for um, to stay connected. And then another thing is to keep fighting for showing our true colors and showing um, our true story and being proud of, of that. Mm. How do you think that we could do that better for ourselves? I think honesty and vulnerability are like two key words. Yeah. Just uh, being open to what you're feeling um, and who you're sharing your life story with. Um, I need a minute. Mm -hmm. Ah. What's happening? I always get teary. I don't know why. I think um, sorry. No, it's okay. I think the people that you're the most vulnerable with, um, it just really, it just, you can only grow from sharing. Mm-hmm. And I think I will fight to 
continue as hard as it can be, um, you only benefit from it. So you're, you feel something right now. Mm -hmm. What is that that you're feeling? It's an all, it's a mixed emotion. It's um, scared, um, so grateful. It's like a mix of positive and negative emotions that um, I just wanting to show um, who you really are and be accepted for it. And the only way is to be completely yourself. And that's a scary thing. Mm -hmm. So can I ask you, like, who are you? Oh, Andrea. <laughs> I want to answer that by, and this is a word I've been really, really struggling with. And it ties into the messaging of my brand. It's feeling, two words, is feeling loved. And I think from talking to so many women, um, I think there's, that's lacking. Um, and to feel important. Mm. And that's also a very huge word. Um, whatever it is in your day, whatever you do, whatever, whoever you are, um, to, you are important too. Oh, sorry. You are important to the day. You are a key ingredient to the day. Whether you're a mom and you're getting your kids ready, you are, you're important to them. You're important to how that works. Um, whether that you're at work, you're important to your team, you're important to your community. Um, and I seriously, I seriously believe that those are two things that a lot of people feel inadequate mm -hmm. with. And maybe wondering how important they are to other people. Mm-hmm. that feeling of value. Yeah. I think that's, um, I think, you know, as, you know, women is just, you know, people, I think our innate desire is to be loved and accepted mm -hmm. and valued over mm -hmm. everything else. Yeah. 100%. And then, and, but there's a blockage there. There's, um, yeah, there's a wall that's stopping us from feeling that way. And whether that's coming from an internal or, you know, for some people maybe living up to our own expectations, Yeah, but also living up to the expectations of people placed upon us. Yeah. What we perceive that they want us to be like. Mm -hmm. And, and also you know, thinking if I'm not this person you think I am, mm -hmm. will you still want to be around me? And that's the interesting thing about being vulnerable and being honest is you, ever since I opened kind of that floodgate for myself, I've attracted the right people in my life. Mm. So 
the right people that know exactly who you are, love you so much for exactly who you are. And it's like, like I said before, a weight off your shoulders that you can be exactly who you are. And you know, interesting, I'm going to hijack the podcast. (laughs) But I feel like it's interesting because that we're talking about this in you saying, you know, being vulnerable about who you are. And, and you asked me earlier, like, why have I not shared? Mm -hmm. And, and I think, you know, in for sake of vulnerability, and I think that even just being a coach and having this, um, I guess, expectation I have of myself. Yeah. And what I think other people should have of me. It's hard because if I admit, if I admit that something's wrong with me, in my mind, wrong, not necessarily wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then I feel like people won't take me as seriously. And it's the exact opposite. Yes. So it's wrapping, it's wrapping your head around that. mm -hmm. So there's been this, you know, push pull for me over time to be vulnerable and to share, even though I know I can help people. Yeah. It's, it's hard to then say, okay. And it's easy to, well, it's not easy, but it's easier to be vulnerable in a conversation where I know it's not broadcast to the world. Yeah. Um, Doing the podcast has really opened me up to having to be more honest Mm -hmm. about myself, knowing that other people will hear it Mm -hmm. and then, and not wanting their pity. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not looking for for you to be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. That's not what I want. You know, just sharing my vulnerability is, is more like, no, I just want you to know that yeah, I'm, I'm a normal human being. Yeah. That have, has real feelings. Yeah. So, you know, for sake of that, like I wanted to share that because I think that it's important for us to know and be real with each other. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, I, I would have not pegged you for someone that dealt with anxiety or, or had things inside of you that you were struggling with. It's, that's how we see each other. We see each other as perfect or something. And maybe that's where it all comes down to why we feel the way we feel mm-hmm. or why we feel inadequate because, oh, you're, you're my business coach. You have it all together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I think. Um, yeah, it's an interesting thing, you know, that image we are projecting whether or not we want to project it or not. And wondering, you know, for every woman that's listening right now, yeah, is, you know, what image are you wanting to project to the world? Right. And how is that actually stopping you from real connection, mm-hmm. from real vulnerability, from really pursuing the things that you want to mm-hmm. pursue? And once you let, 
once you let out who you are and, and what scares you or, or how you're feeling, um, like I said, you just attract people that are meant to be in your life that, that you can relate with and that you can talk with and that are going to be your biggest supporters because they know exactly what you're dealing with, but Hey, you still launched that website. Good on. They know truly, um, how strong you are. Mm-hmm. How has that worked for you? Like you said, you know, once you were able to do that, you did attract those people. Like, can you give me a story of how that happened? Um, I think it goes back to just when I experienced my anxiety, like right from the start, I just felt this need that I was so scared. I need to let someone else know what this is and how they can overcome it. Um, So I, and since then I just kind of felt a little free to open open the feelings I have or the, what scares me or um, what I'm struggling with because I got so much. As soon as I shared with one person, even my anxiety struggles, cause it's an embarrassing thing. It can be really, yeah, it can be really embarrassing. So once I shared it and I got such a pause, I got a huge hug. Like that's all people wanted to do, mm-hmm. give you a hug. So, and I love hugs. Yeah. So I'm just going to share everything. Yeah. There's, there's just so much support that it's like, it's not being used because no one's not no one because um, waiting for people to share more so that more support can be involved. Mm-hmm you know, and waiting for someone else to be real. Yeah. And, and say that, you know what, maybe I don't struggle with this, but I struggle with something else. Yes. Yeah. That equally gets me down. Yeah. And everyone has it. Everyone mm-hmm. has something. Everyone has lots of things. Uh, you know, you are bang on. Everyone does. And I know that because I talk to so many women. Yeah. And every time I have a conversation with them around something in their life, they're like, I think I'm the only one. And I'm like, you are not, No, you are not the only one. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we started to be more authentically who we are and stop mm-hmm. projecting to the world, and it's hard because social media and growing a business and everything mm-hmm. you want to do is so wrapped around what you your, what image you project, not just mm-hmm. what you look like. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. Yep. But, but also what are you projecting to the world? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's, uh, that's something I'm really focusing on right now is what do I want my messaging to be? How can I be consistent in that? And even when it comes to where do I want my products to be? What do you want women to feel when they're wearing them? I think that's where the uh, those words come back in is loved and important and beautiful. You're going to feel beautiful if you put on this lovely robe that's draping you and feeling so fresh and it's your color scheme and, and you're, you're going to feel beautiful in it. Um, but I want it or any other piece to be more of not just a product, but to be like a, a reminder 
that you are loved and that you are important. And those are really big things that I struggle with. So I, I really want others to um, feel. And it's, it's a blessing to me that yeah, someone who's wearing my product, it's in the most intimate times of the day. It's in the morning, right when you wake up, go make a coffee and you're in it. Mm -hmm. Or right before you go to bed. And like you said, you struggle with anxiety at night. Well, mm -hmm. there, there's your reminder right there. And it can be anything you, it can be anything you want it to be, any needed reminder you need it to be. Absolutely. That is, is interesting that you bring that up because as I'm, as you were saying that, and I'm thinking through what you're saying, um, the morning, just going back to, mm -hmm. you know, us starting the conversation today mm -hmm. being, you know, I'm in my gym clothes, mm -hmm. you're fresh out of bed mm -hmm. and it is a vulnerable moment mm -hmm. because you've not necessarily gotten ready for the day. No, you are absolutely who you are. Yeah. That moment you wake up Yeah, and you get out of bed and there is no pretense. No. There's no expectation. There is nothing that you are living up to in that moment. You are just you. Mm -hmm. And I the moment that. you close your eyes before bed and you're winding down and you're being thankful and grateful for the day. And you're thinking about, you know, those moments that made you laugh or smile mm -hmm. or, um, that brought on emotion, sadness mm -hmm. or anything. Mm -hmm. Those are the moments where you, you sit back and go, okay, I I've got this. Yeah. And then in the, it is, those are your intimate. It's not just about being intimate with someone no. wearing something. It's about being who you are in, yeah. in those moments. Even if it's a, uh, cause a lot of my clientele are women with young kids, um, that want to, that want to feel, that want to feel beautiful and, and important. And even if it's just a millisecond, before they wash their face mm -hmm. because and can can we just say also they are beautiful oh 100 percent. you know and that's the thing is i feel like we are so conditioned to look a certain way and mm -hmm. to put makeup on and to get dressed and to whatever and that's when you're beautiful and that's when you're going to look the best mm -hmm. is when you go to who does photo shoots all mm -hmm. day every day like mm -hmm. unless you pay for it you just don't do it. Mm -hmm. And the reality is the majority of women and whether they post on, on Facebook or Instagram or not, because mm -hmm. a lot of them aren't, mm -hmm. a lot of them are perusing through these feeds mm -hmm. and never posting. No, nope. they are the ones that think, am I beautiful? Yeah. Yeah. Am I worthy? Yeah. Am I enough? And, and so it's in the morning when you are making breakfast for your family yeah. or you are, you know, like, just having a crazed moment and yeah. you're sitting there in your robe and it's like, you're enough. Yeah. That's it. You're enough right yeah. now. Yeah. You, you wouldn't have to do one more thing. Yeah. And you're already enough. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but that's a reminder that I need and that mm. most people need, even if it's daily, even if you need that thought daily. Absolutely. So we need to get everyone a robe. Yeah. Just as a reminder, 
not, you know, it, it's, it, you are already beautiful. Mm-hmm. This is just going to remind you of how amazing you actually yeah. are. And you're going to feel so good. Yes. I need to get like these words on the ropes. Maybe that will be my next project. Dude, like you can, you are love branding coach. Anytime. Yeah. You are <laughs> just on the sleeve. Could you imagine? That'd be cool. Maybe we just thought of a brilliant idea. Yeah. Just something that makes them know. Yeah. A reminder. Yeah. Yeah. What reminder do you need for yourself? That could be it. That could be it. That could be epic. Well, as we close out, mm-hmm. um, I just want to say thank you so much for being here and for sharing vulnerably. And I feel like this is going to probably be one of the episodes that is going to be the most transparent and honest episodes I've ever had. Ooh. So thank you. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for um, these women to get their hands mm-hmm. on a robe. And where can they find you? You can find me um, online at www.underbrooks.ca. I should probably spell that. Should I spell it? Well, you can, but I'm also going to put it in the show notes. Perfect. So people can access the link there. Yeah. And on Instagram. And on Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm in a couple stores, but sorting that out right now. So if you want to even contact Tara, then, you know, absolutely do it on social media, but also you can check her out and I will have all of her details on the show notes so that you can access it. And we're going to have a special giveaway. So you're going to definitely want to make sure you get in on that. So thank you, Tara, so much for being here. Thank you. Okay, seriously, I love that girl. What an amazing conversation just to be free to open up and be honest with one another, share our struggles and our life, and not worry about trying to impress one another or project a certain image. And I love that we were able to just talk about the things that we have both struggled with in anxiety and You know, friend, if you don't have a relationship that is honest and transparent, I would just encourage you to find people that you can really open up with. And it's amazing that when you're open and vulnerable with people, how they will be open and vulnerable back with you. So I want to thank Tara for joining me, for being her amazing self, and I'd love for you to connect with her. So all of her information is going to be located on the show notes or over on my website, which you can find at andreacrisp.ca or at thecouragecast.com. And as well, we're doing a special giveaway. And so you're going to find out all the information on the giveaway today on our Instagram pages. So make sure you follow her and follow me. And we are going to be drawing for a beautiful robe. So you want to get in on this giveaway. It's going to be amazing. Friend, it has been amazing to be with you today. Um, I love spending time with you. Make sure you connect with me on Instagram, sign up for the retreat. And of course, I love for you to support us over on the Patreon page. We'd love to connect with you and cultivate this amazing community over on Patreon. So make sure that you just connect with us and thank you so much. And until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely.
If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.